Well, hello. Back at it again with the white vans. I do have white vans on, actually. That's funny. Uh, shout out to Ben. Thanks for the uh, birthday present. It was my birthday this week, um, <clears throat> April 4th to be precise. And uh, we celebrated this past weekend, and I also got pretty drunk on uh, Monday. And um, still recovering, but you know, this is all good. That means it's time for a unique episode of Tangle Tales. Uh, I'm the Tangle Master, I'm the tailor of tales, and I figured I would do a short little podcast on uh, drinking beer from a um, um, kind of like an analyzing perspective. So the way that I approach beers whenever I'm tasting them and how I train people to taste and approach beers for serving or talking about beer in general. And I thought, what a what a better way to uh, to start this little uh, podcast off than with a fresh cold beer and a little uh, Tanglefoot glass. I have a dimpled mug over here that I have from Tanglefoot Brewing that I keep at my house for special occasions, and today is a special occasion. So instead of drinking out of a can like I normally do on this podcast, I'm going to be pouring a beer, which I will not name until the end of the episode, so try to pick up on the the clues and see if you can guess what type of beer it is. I will tell you that it is a uh, lager, and, um, but yeah, I just want to walk through my approach to how I uh, kind of think about beer whenever I'm tasting it, so, which uh, this is not something that I advocate <clears throat> you do for every single beer that you drink. In fact, one of my main points about uh, serving beer at the beer saloon at Tanglefoot is that the beer is kind of, you know, the beer is great, but just drink it. Don't think about it too much. Enjoy yourself. Strike up a conversation and uh, don't don't get too in-depth about what you're smelling and tasting. It's just beer after all. But I figured I'd give some, um, you know, give a little information in this podcast. So without further ado, let's go ahead and open her up. I have a 12-ounce aluminum beverage can full of beer. Can you hear what it is? What did that sound like? I'm going to then grab my glassware. So I open the can, grab my glass, tilt it slightly at like a 45 degree angle, start pouring the beer. Generally speaking, I uh, have a lot more foam, a lot more head on the beer that I serve at Tanglefoot due to the nature of the taps that I serve it with. Um, but for this specific beer, for this specific example, I'm going to pour it pretty, uh, pretty gently. I'm not too concerned about creating a nice two and a half, three inches or two and a half, three fingers of foam. Um, but I do have a little bit of a, oh, sorry. I, I do this often. I'm sorry. I don't have a script or anything, so bear with me, but I, uh, start with a, a clean and rinse glass. So I don't know if I mentioned in, uh, previous episodes about these glasses in particular, but they are very difficult to wash. Um, I do not wash them in a dishwasher um, at Tanglefoot. I, I wash them all by hand. So I literally scrub the inside of each glass after it's been used, uh, rinse it and sanitize it every single day. So a lot of love goes into cleaning these glasses, mostly because the dimples have kind of irregular um kind of an irregular shape on the inside of the glass. So you really need to get in there with, with something that reaches inside of those crevices. So without further ado, I've poured my beer into a nice clean dimpled mug. 
And my first uh, step in analyzing beer is just taking a look at it. Uh, what color is it? What type of foam is on top of the beer? Um, for this particular beer, it's pretty much eggshell white. Uh, very light foam. Dissipated really quickly. Um, that tells me maybe there's not a ton of protein in this particular beer. Maybe it's not a doesn't have a ton of uh, isomerized alpha acids, which promote head retention and for, or formation and retention. Um, you know, but nothing too crazy. I didn't pour it super aggressively, so maybe that was my fault. But yeah, just got a nice eggshell white kind of plain looking foam on there. Uh, also, the, the light color of the beer itself is very light in color, very golden, like very straw colored, um, pretty much as light as a beer color gets. Um, so I can only assume that they're using very lightly kilned malts, Pilsner malts. Um, and I can see just from looking at it through, I'm sorry, I'm in like kind of a darker room, but holding it up to the light, I've got a stream of, uh, bubbles coming up through the glass. This is not a nucleated glass, so it doesn't have any, uh, nucleation points, sites on the bottom of the glass to promote bubbles to form. Um, so it is, that's telling me that it's just carbonated, pretty highly carbonated. So we got a lot of, uh, bubbles streaming up. I can only expect this to be highly carbonated and light and easy drinking. So without further ado, let's smell it. All right. A little ASMR for you. Not smelling a ton. It smells pretty clean. Maybe a little kind of grainy, grainy corniness, maybe. So remember DMS, dimethyl sulfate, that we talked about? It's in all uh, malts, and, or specifically lightly kiln malts. So maybe there's a little bit of that residu residually in this beer. But yeah, outside of that, not nothing too crazy. So let's go straight in for a sip. Oh yeah, lots of carbonation. Uh, initially up front, kind of like a corny sweetness. Um, middle of the tongue, not much. Um, always want to analyze a few characteristics when you're tasting beer. Carbonation is a uh, you know how mu how much fizz are you feeling in your mouth? How much CO two bubbles do you feel building up on your tongue? So I mentioned that was pretty high on this one. Um, is it sweet or is it dry? This would be on the sweeter end of the spectrum. Although it is, it's, it is a very, it's a dry beer. Like it's not residually sweet, but it is not bitter. It's not balanced out, uh, by the bitterness. So I've got that kind of perceivably sweet malt character, even though it is light in body, which is another attribute. Light, is it heavier, fuller in body or lighter in body closer to maple syrup or closer to water? And this is definitely closer to water. Yeah, light in body, high carbonation, sweet, corny malt characteristic in the middle of the tongue, and like no bitterness to speak of. That's another attribute to note. Is it very bitter? Is it very astringent? Is it on one end of the spectrum or is it not bitter at all? Um, and then, yeah, is it... Um, the overall impression of this is just light, not a ton going on. 
Um, I prefer a more firm bitterness. Personally, I think that would do this beer well. Um, it's also pretty watery. Not a ton of flavor. Um, is easy drinking though. So yeah, that's pretty much how I approach tasting and analyzing a beer. If anybody picked up on one of those elements as I was describing it and can tell me what beer this is, you win a prize. Specifically, if you can text it to me as I'm recording it, because I'm about to tell you what it is, then you win double prize. Then you get free beer for life. If you text me what beer this is and you are correct right now as I'm recording this podcast, then you get beer for life at Tanglefoot. Nope, nobody. Okay, it's Miller Lite. That's right. The classic Miller Lite from Miller Brewing Company. Uh, it says on their can, they are first brewed in Fort Worth, Texas proud. Well, I hate to tell you, but Miller Brewing Company is from Milwaukee, so maybe this brand was first brewed in um, Texas. I think they're from Milwaukee. I should just fact check that before I spout off. Um... But yeah, that's a, it's a pretty ubiquitous American light lager, American light adjunct lager. Um, yeah, they're from Milwaukee. Fucking told you. Um, and this is just a slammable 96 calories per 12 ounce can. Um, nothing too exceptional. It is pretty lackluster in flavor, as you would expect from a light adjunct lager. I believe they use corn as their adjunct. And when I say adjuncts, it's pretty much any sugar source that is not um, grain. And so, you know, corn, actually anything that's not barley, I guess, whatever the technical term is. But generally speaking, an American adjunct lager either has rice or corn as a primary sugar source. So yeah, that is a, a fine Pilsner beer is hilarious but dope can blue letters on a white background and gold cutouts for the um message on the side so that's how i approach doing sensory on a beer um in those categories of obviously the looks smell taste um i think the looks are super important uh it's a huge factor in our experience as a beer drinker, no matter no matter the scenario. Um, if I were to have poured this beer the way that I poured it into this specific glass at Tanglefoot, and you were used to coming into Tanglefoot and receiving a beer with three fingers of foam and a much darker uh, Pilsner color, you would be uh, presumably disappointed and surprised as to why I would fill your cup with sudsy white foam beer, but, you know, out, drinking it out of a can on the, the beach is uh, pretty nice. So can't complain there, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got on kind of sensory of a beer. Maybe I'll do another one and just mix it up and add a, a different lager in there, something that's pretty significantly uh, uh, different than Miller Lite and Maybe I won't tell you what the beer is next time. So you have an opportunity to guess and get not free beer for life, but maybe a, a beer. Um, that would be cool. Well, that's all I got. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy your beers just like I am enjoying mine. Nazravi. Bye-bye.